morning. Self-will. Self-will is the root of wickedness. Self-will is the root of wickedness. Wow. Okay, think about that one. When we, get, when we try to do it ourselves, we get into problems. Okay, I'm going to start off with a short story. Um, there's a story of a, a man who asked another individual, Are you a believer, a Christian? Oh, certainly. Then you are a member of some church, I suppose. Church member? Are you kidding? No, not indeed. Why should I be a member of a church? It's quite unnecessary. The dying thief wasn't a member of a church, and he went to heaven. Of course, you have been baptized, and you know the commandment, oh, been baptized? Oh, no. That's another needless ceremony. I am as safe as the dying thief was, and he was never baptized. But surely, since you not join a church or baptize, you do something in acknowledgement by your faith by giving tithes or offerings. Do you help in this way? No, sir. I do nothing of a kind. The dying thief, hold it, hold it. Hold it, my friend, before you go any further. You seem to be on pretty intimate basis with the dying thief. You seem to derive a great deal of consolation from his career. But, mind you, there is one important difference between you and him. He was a dying thief, and you are a living thief. Yeah, well, you can share that with your uh, friends that say that, you know, church is not any good, and I don't have to do all those things. Yeah, you're a thief. You're a living thief. Okay. So uh, that brings us to what we're going to speak about: accountability. Accountability is is essential for any in society to function. And as a Christian, we need accountability. Uh, we're all held to be. We are all held accountable for one thing or another. Nobody who puts their trust in, in Jesus intentionally disobeys the scriptures. Men don't fail on purpose. You don't fail on purpose. Yet we fall short of our full potential every day. And why is that? Turn with me to Matthew chapter 26. And this is why we fail. That's Matthew chapter 26. And we want to look at verse 41. Matthew 26, 41. Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So, uh, our spirit is doing good, but our flesh doesn't want to go abide by things. Um, 
And uh, so when temptations and things that we kind of get turned around with our flesh, um, when we think that everything is under control, we find this to happen. First Corinthians, First Corinthians chapter 10. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 12. Wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. So we can sometimes just fall. Take heed lest you fall. So when we think we're doing good, it doesn't work that way. So... One of the greatest reasons we get into trouble is that we don't answer to anyone in our life, answer to anybody about our lives. Um, few people have accountability in their lifestyle. Well, I can do my own thing, you know. We all say that. No me. It's possible this is the missing link to walking success, not being accountable. Far too many. Who portray to uh, far? There are far too many who portray to be their own boss, and refuse to answer to anyone. Anybody ever run to somebody like that? Yeah, I'm the boss. I don't. Need, I don't have to be accountable to anybody. In fact, uh, they don't want someone intruding into into their private lives. Yeah, well, you know, it's none of your business what I do, and uh, that's not quite right. Others don't even know what accountability is and, or how to implement it in their lives. Every day we fail, morally, spiritually, rationally, financially, not because we don't want to succeed, but because we have blind spots, weak spots that, aren't, uh, that we, don't handle, we can't handle on our own. Uh, thus, we damage our relationships because we fail to answer the hard questions. Wrong thinking, if it continues, places you in a compromised position. Wrong thinking places you in a compromised position. You become self-deceived. And you go on and continue unchanged. And we need to have accountability towards one another. So let's turn to, uh, since we're in the New Testament, go to the book of Hebrews. And the he book of Hebrews says... In chapter 5, Hebrews chapter 5, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14. But strong meat belongs to them that are full of age, even those who, by reason of use, have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. That's a, having accountability, you'll be able to discern, okay? This tells us that uh, we, in accountability, we can strive to learn more of, uh, of, God, uh, of God's presence and direction and leading. Uh, accountability has to be regularly implemented. Amen. Not just once in a while, but we need to be, it should be regularly. A lot of Christians today have a fear Pardon me, a lot of Christians today do not have a fear of work, but rather accountability at work. 
you know, they'll go out and do the job, but they don't want to be accountable for that job. Uh, we hide it as if it was an assault on our lifestyle and our plans. Uh, we do not want to hear or be tied down with accountability. Hmm. Yes, it is, it is essential for our maturity and growth. It will produce, accountability will produce a godly character in our lives. Glory to God. So what is accountability? Accountability is a check and balance system to protect us from harm, harming ourselves and others. Hmm. It brings us to, to the realization that we are liable, responsible, and answerable to all our actions in life to God. Turn with me to Psalms, the book of Psalms this time, Psalms 133. One Psalms, one, we'll get it here. Psalms 133. 133, verse 1. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is to, for the brethren to dwell together in unity. In unity, you're accountable to one another, or we're accountable to one another. Glory to God. Um, this is a system. That we're accountable to one another. Now turn we turn to the back to the New New Testament and find the Book of Romans. And dear me, we're going to get out so early. You'd be first in line. Romans chapter fourteen. In Romans chapter 14, we said it's just a short song service. Romans 14, <laughs> looking at verse 12. So then every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. There it is, your accountability. Um, and God will not take feeble um, excuses when we stand before him. Well, you know... And uh, the Bible talks about a few people that had some good excuses. At the very beginning of the Bible, you find Adam and Eve. Someone ate the fruit that they weren't supposed to. And Adam said, it's the woman you gave me, his first excuse. And the woman, Eve said, the devil made me do it. Everybody has put the blame on somebody else. Well, how come this was not done? Well, it was Johnny's turn to do it. I didn't know it was my turn. I didn't. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's go to the book of Exodus. Let's go all the way to the very... Almost to the very beginning. Exodus chapter 32. You remember the golden calf that uh, was made? Yep. Let's see what Aaron said here. That's Exodus uh, chapter 32, looking at verses, uh, starting with verse 21. And Moses said unto Aaron, What did this people 
unto thee that thou should have brought this so great a sin upon them. And Aaron said, Let not be angry with my Lord, wax hot. Thou knowest the people that they are to set mischief. Who built the calf? He said, bring in all this gold and all these things. And he said, but it's the, people, it's the people's fault. Wow. Then let's turn to 1 Samuel. Let's look at another one. And 1 Samuel. We like to blame people. I mean, yeah. First Samuel chapter 15. First Samuel chapter 15. And we will go to look at verse uh, 13. First Samuel 15, verse 13. And Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said unto him, Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be thou the Lord. I perform the commandments of the Lord. I'm a goody. And Samuel said, What meaneth this thing, this bleeding of the sheep in my ears, and the lowing of the oxen that I hear? And Saul said, We have brought them from the Amalekites, for the people spared the best of the sheep and the oxen to sacrifice in the Lord. And the rest we have utterly destroyed. Wow. Then Samuel said unto Saul, Say, I will tell thee, I will tell thee that what the Lord has said unto me this night. And he said unto him, Say on. And Samuel said, While thou was, was a little in thy own sight, was thou not made the head of the tribes of Israel? And the Lord anointed thee king of Israel. So he was the head, but he said it was the people that wanted to do this stuff. Now, think back. You might have to go back to your childhood. Uh, you did something and you blamed it on your brother or your sister. <laughs> well, they knew what they were supposed to do. Or maybe you don't even have to go back to your childhood. Maybe you can do that with... <laughs> but officer, I didn't see the sign that said 35. I was still doing 60. I just got, you know, I didn't see the sign. No accountability. We don't want to, you know, Shove it off, uh, you're not seeing the sign. Or you know, She got in the way, I couldn't see that pedestrian. You know. Just... Wow. Blaming others. How's your accountability on that? Let's go to the book of Acts. Acts chapter 5 this time. In Acts chapter 5, we find two individuals, Ananias and Sapphira. Oh. And they, they got, everybody was giving, selling off property and giving it to the Lord. And 
So we'll sell the property and uh, we'll sell it for so much, but we'll only give this much. And they brought the money before, uh, well, uh, Ananias brought the money before Peter and says, here, you know, here's, here's, here's the money. We sold our place and this is what we got for it. It's not what you got for it. You got more. You lied. And of course, the wife comes in three hours later, but she was, yeah. <laughs> must be a long church service or something. <laughs> anyway, long enough to get him buried, she walks in and Peter says, did you, uh, Ananias said that you gave, you sold your property and gave this much? Oh yes, we did, we did. And uh, he says, well, here, here they come. They're going to come in and take you and bury you with them because you lied. If you can't blame somebody else, pass the blame on somebody else, we'll lie about it. None of you have ever done that. I, yeah. It just happened that way, officer. I just don't understand. I had my foot on the, I thought I had my foot on the brake. But it was a gas pedal and I stepped on it and, and I accidentally hit that car. Well, that's a big lie. Okay. There's some things in Scripture that make us uncomfortable. And we tend to ignore it or reject it, hoping that it's not going to affect us. Right? Like if, you know, I use often the term, you know, going to the donut shop. Now, if the Lord says, don't go to the donut shop. And I don't pass it by, but I walk in, you know, uh, I'm rejecting what he's telling me. And so what's going to happen, I'm going to have to pay for it. But oftentimes we know we are doing wrong, but we reject it and hope that God is going to be lenient with us. And, you know, he'll, he's going to sneeze or something and look, at, look, look the other way or he's going to watch somebody else and we can get by with what we just did not going to happen that way. All of us are going to stand before God and be accountable. Amen? Now, area, areas of accountability. Um, business, in the business, business world. Everyone's accountable. I mean, if you're an owner or a worker, you're accountable. Um, if you own your own business, you are accountable so nobody, you know, I'm my own boss, uh, this is my company, but you're accountable to your customers and your clients because if you don't put out good stuff, they're not going to, you can't say, well, I, I, you know, I bought the right stuff and it should have worked, uh, but uh, I, you know, let, let me just, I give you 30% back. That was wrong. You know, the stuff was defective, but you still put it out there. So you know, your clients, there's no accountability there. Or at the job, how, how many widgets did you do, produce today? You're supposed to produce 150. And well, I only put down 35 widgets today. I had a rough day. We're not, we need to be accountable for what we are supposed to be doing, whatever it is. Unless we're held accountable in our own lives, we will go astray. So let's see a, a few scriptures. Since we're in the New Testament, let's go all the way to the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter 6. 
Now look at this. This is accountability. Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault which ye are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness and con considering thyself, lest ye also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. So, bearing one another's burdens, we need to be accountable to those that are in need of help. Or you see somebody that's in need of help, you need to be account we're held accountable for it, especially a brother and sister in the Lord. Well, let me just pray with you. What does it say? If you have it in your hand, give it. But you say, well, come back tomorrow. How many's ever did that? Nobody. I'm so happy you guys are good. I, unfortunately, I've done that. <laughs> I had what they needed, but I said, come back tomorrow. I don't want, in my mind, I don't want to be bothered with this right now. I don't think I will here and there. I'll give you a good one. I hate to say this. How many, you know, you go to the store and you find the Girl Scouts over there selling cookies. And they're saying, you want cookies? You know, I'm going in the store right now. I'll get you when I come back out. You get all your stuff and you look and sit there busy and you walk by. <laughs> Nobody's ever done that. Accountability. You said you would, you know, I said, I'll put it that way. I, I've done that a couple of times. They won't, I said, she don't take credit cards. Or I don't have that. Boy, their, their prices on, on cookies have gone up. Five dollars. Here, here's three dollars. I've done that. I says, you know, I don't have, I don't have a five, but I've, I've got three dollars. Just take it, you know, put it in the kitty. Uh, one year, they were asking, you know, it was funds for their. They were get, It was a. It was a girls' uh, softball team. You know, not t-ball, but you know, something like that. And she says, "What do you get? What do you want this money for?" Oh, we're going to get this. And, Get new uniforms and all that stuff. I says, "Can I play?" He says, "No." <laughs> why? Why not? I can. I can play. <laughs> you know, teasing. I said, "I don't have the five dollars, but I give you three. I gave him three. And just, you know, just teased him. You know. I said, if I come out there tomorrow, when, when do you work out? You know, practice. I'll be out there. No, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, well, you know." Let them have fun, too. Okay, let's go on. So we see there's accountability for our brothers and sisters in the Lord. Uh, in Philippians chapter 2, Philippians chapter 2, look at verse 4. This is accountability. Philippians 2, verse 4. Look not every man on his own things. Okay, you know, we look on our own things. We, we, we're actually, we guard our own things. We should guard our own things. But look what it says. But every man also on the things of others. We're accountable for... Boy, this is bad news. Uh, we were up 
at the very beginning, we, we on Lincoln Street, the, upper, the second story, and I had, they put an office on one of the big windows. I don't, I don't know if this, the windows are still there anymore. But I would get there at about 6 o'clock in the morning off because it's private, quiet. And I was uh, reading and, and praying and studying. And uh, I happened to look down into the street, and I see this pickup. <clears throat> Stop. This guy gets out, looks down this way, looks down that way, and looks another way because there's a three-way type street there. He goes back in his car, or in his pickup, pulls out a lug wrench, goes there and pops hubcaps off on the... I couldn't get the license out of it. I wish I could have. I should have just ran downstairs and yelled at him and maybe ran, but uh, there's an accountability. When you see something going wrong, we need to do something about it. Um, how about the ones that uh, it says, those little sciences when you're falling, uh, how's my driving, and they give you a number? Well, you know, you know, they're asking me if you don't, if this person's not doing right, they're accountable to this company. And uh, also, you've seen this, you've seen the signs. Uh, if you see a drunk driver or something, call them, you know, call 911. Or so we are accountable for things that happen because a lot of road rage uh, takes place. Uh, in fact, I told you about that one time. I about got into it. We have to be accountable for what we're doing, and for for some others. Because you, if that person is in road rage or is drunk, and you don't call, and they get in an accident, you could you could possibly could avoid that accident could be avoided by calling the uh, police, and they possibly could intercept the individual, got him off the road. So we are accountable to others. Also, glory to God. So you're not released from anything. John, uh, John chapter 13. John chapter 13. John chapter 13. Looking at verse 34. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye may, that your love one another. So, wow, so we have to, there's that command, we need to love one another, even, as, even if they're snotty or bad, you've got to, you've got to help them out. Because love covers a multitude of what? Anybody. Love covers a multitude of sins. So, you, we need to step up. If you see your brother and sister in the Lord make a mistake, What do you do? You're supposed to say something to the individual. Hello. Well, that's kind of hard because we don't want to um, get in other people's, quote, business. Get your nose out of my business, you know. But uh, we're called to show love. That means we need to even at sometimes correct a person when it's needed. Wow. Proverbs chapter 27 in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 27. Verse 
This is accountability. Proverbs chapter 27, looking at verse 17. I'm going to read this from the Amplified. Iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friends to show uh, rage or worthy purpose. Iron sharpens iron. That means we need to help another person out. So that means if you're dull, somebody might want to sharpen you up. <laughs> Move us on. Move us out. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And let's, right after the book of Proverbs, you find the book of what? Proverbs. Ecclesiastes. Thank you. Chapter 4 of, of Ecclesiastes. Chapter 4, please. Yeah. Accountability. Looking at verse 9 and 10. Two are better than one because they have good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falls, for he hath not another to help him up. So we need accountability. Help others. Help. I mean, if you're falling down or you're having a bad day, don't you want somebody? Well, isn't it great somebody comes along and says, yeah, you, you can get over or let me help you get this thing done so you know, you're not going to be so far behind in whatever, your, whatever task you got. So there's accountability. We need to help one another. Glory to God. We need someone to whom we can be, uh, we can be answerable to and to give a, a, an accurate report um, we need people in our lives to challenge us and to encourage us to live up to the standards that God has given us. In accountability, you give someone permission. In accountability, you give someone permission to ask you the hard questions. And you need to respond with truthful answers. Now, I can handle it myself, da-da-da-da, when you know that they can... I don't know. Um, have you ever had someone close to you or a friend of yours that you know they you're around them, they're around you a little bit, and they say, "Is something wrong?" You, oh no, no, nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. When there is something wrong, well, that person's being accountable to bring you, lift you up, get you, help you get out of the. The molly grubbies, or, or if you're excited and happy, uh, hey, what, what's, what's taking place? Oh, this is this. Oh, then they can rejoice with you. But when you say, oh, nothing's wrong, you know, just, just forget it. We are not giving them a chance to, to be a blessing to us. You need to be a blessing to other people. Oh, man, that's what accountability. Two. Uh, we should have regular contact with a, a, a partner of accountabilities. Wow, it means you need to be able to have, have some friend that you can really actually talk to off and on, even the deep things. Um, uh, you can talk things out so you can air things out. Sometimes they'll give you inf inf insight into uh, 
how you can solve a problem or maybe how you can avoid something. Um, what type of accountable partner should you have? Go, let's go back all the way back to the book of Proverbs once more. And find the 13th chapter of Proverbs. Wow. Uh-oh. Something happened here. It's the wrong chapter. Proverbs 13. I have Proverbs 13, but there's no 30 verses, so something went wrong. I'm sorry, I have to... We have to choose someone who's wise. That's all I, I can tell you that. There, may, there, there are different individuals to whom you will be accountable. Example, you might have someone who's good in finances. You need to be accountable to them. They can say, show you how to manage your money. I mean, some, sometimes we don't know how to. We think we know how to manage our money. And we live, I hate to say this, a lot of people live from pay paycheck to paycheck. There should be some, some form of Learn, learn to use your money wisely. There should be some savings account. We need to have a bank, a small bank. I don't care what, you know, a few pennies or whatever. Let it begin to uh, multiply. Um, somebody that you need someone accountable in your, in your spiritual walk. Um, and you want to make sure that uh, the individual that you're, you could say, counseling with or having a, uh, accountability be, it will be comp uh, it'll be confidential. You know that they're not going to, hey, you know what? George just said that, that he, he's doing these things. No, you don't, you don't share what you've been given in confidence with, with other people. It's wrong. Amen. Uh, three, accountability is to... In Encourage each and every one of us to grow spiritually. I'll go back to Hebrews uh, chapter 10. That's Hebrews chapter 10. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 10. Verse 24. Hebrews 10, 24. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. That's accountability. Helping others. And uh, you can back up a few pages. Find the book of First Thessalonians. Glory to God. First Thessalonians chapter five. 
looking at verse 11. That's 1 Thessalonians 5, 11. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as ye also do. So we need, there's accountability there. Helping one another. Glory to God. As Christians, we are, are in the process and, pra and practice of our faith. Amen. Um, it's a mandate to keep those. Um, men who desire to be faithful will be accountable to another faithful man. And a godly woman will be connected to another godly woman. Uh, this, is, this way is always a vital call. Let's, I hope I got this one right. On this one, let's go back to the book of Proverbs. We just find the book of Proverbs has quite a few. Proverbs chapter 27 this time. I hope I didn't mistype. Proverbs chapter 27. Oh, we already looked at this one. Proverbs chapter 7, verse 17. It says, iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of one another. We need to be accountable. Help one another. We can get ourselves in the right place. Now, being accountable to one another is good, but you should not be accountable to somebody of the opposite sex unless it's your mate because uh, you can get yourself in big trouble. So stay accountable to someone of the same sex. And don't say, I've been trapped in the wrong body. <sighs> you know, these, these individuals. Well, I was born a man, but I feel like I'm a woman inside. Or vice versa, don't. They need, those people need a lot of prayer. Um, if we're not accountable, we will eventually fall and become ineffective um, so let's go back to New Testament. We're going back and forth. You're having a good workout. Uh, let's go to the book of James this time. In James chapter 5. In James chapter 5, verses nine, and pardon, 19. James 5, verse 19. Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth and one converteth him, let him know that he which converteth the sinner from the error of his way shall save his soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. So uh, we should be able to uh, point out pitfalls that somebody might be doing. Um, you know, Sometimes uh, if you know something's wrong and uh, your brother and sister and Lord is uh, going to uh, apply for this or get something that you know is defective, you need to step in and say, you know, th this is what's wrong with this. You, you, if you buy this, you may have this type of problem or these type of things that you're going to have to repair. We need to be honest with, especially with our brothers and sisters in the Lord when, when it comes to dealing with certain things. If you know there's a, a, something wrong. 
wouldn't it be great if somebody told you, you know, I'm going to buy this car. Oh, I knew who had that car. He, that, that, the person who had that car was a terrible driver. He never changed the oil. You know, he, he let things go. So would you buy the car that you know that this guy messed up? I wouldn't. You know, if you have a good friend that says, well, that, that individual didn't take care of it. You know, they put a good wax job on it to make it look good, and they, they put 50-weight uh, uh, oil in it so it doesn't smoke, <laughs> that type of stuff, you know. Uh, sometimes you get caught in things like that. So you need, you need some good friends. Uh, unfortunately, that kind of happened to me when I was a kid. I was uh, getting my first car. Well, actually, about the second car. Uh, saw this beautiful 1954 Bel Air Chevrolet right now. Right now, it'd be the top. I mean, it'd be sharp with the kids because I already had it was already lowered and chrome rims and everything else. And uh, so I, uh, the guy was asking if I thought it was a fair price. So he wouldn't let you know. He said, "I'm not going to let you drive it because you know I don't know your insurance and all that type of thing." That's okay. I'll take a ride. So I went took a ride with him, <clears throat> paid him the cash for this stuff when I got back, got in there and started driving. I took my hand off the, the steering, uh, not the steering, but the, it was a stick, column stick. Um, it kept on popping out of gear. Boom! You know, you had to keep your hand down on it, and the guy wouldn't. So, you know, if I had somebody that had knowledge of something, you know, the car was good looking. I just had to get a new transmission and eventually uh, an engine. I could have traded my, I was good. My brother-in-law had a 54 for a Chevy and we could have swapped engines because he was going to get rid of his and could have that and maybe the transmission too and had a, had a sharp looking 54 lowrider. <laughs> Cop stopped me one time, going down the road and he stopped me. He says, pull over, because it was lower. And uh, he said, your car's pretty low. Uh, yeah. He said, you know, I think it's uh, too low. You're going to have to raise it up. Oh, great. He says, how high? He says, well, it has to be, well, he says, I, he took a, I, out of his pocket his cigarette pack. The thing had to be above a, a cigarette. It had, you know, cigarette pack standing straight up. It could not touch. You know, the lower part, like the, the axle. He says, you barely made it. <laughs> but, you know, there's crazy things like that, that, that you know, if we had been, if I would have been smart, you know, I would have maybe tried to get somebody to go with me that, uh, but, you know, youth and enthusiasm and, and a lot of green, we thought, and then I had to spend more on it. But that, you learn. At least I did. I didn't get. Well, yeah, I learned on that one. <laughs> okay, accountability is, star is a starting point to build your character and your patience and your dependence upon God's grace. Uh, we are accountable for our choices, or whatever you do. You know, if you make a bad choice, or if you, uh, you, know, you know what's right and wrong, that's accountability right there, and you choose the wrong we're accountable for that. You can't say, well, you know, um, 
We were driving by, she was driving by, her mom was driving by, her, my sister was driving by, and we stopped right next to the donut shop. Well, the accountability is, I didn't have to walk in there. Amen? But, you know, I'm saying, you know, there's account, we always want to shove the blame on somebody else for our thing. So we need to be, have accountable of our, of our choices. Accountability, there must be, uh, takes a course of action. Let's go to the book, last scripture, Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah this time. And the book of Jeremiah, we want to go to the 17th chapter of Jeremiah. This is the course of action. We need to have our attitudes adjusted. Verse 17, chapter 17 of Jeremiah, verse 9. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? We need to have our uh, minds renewed. Verse 10. And the, the Lord searches the heart. I try the reins and even give every man according to his ways and according to the fruits of his doing. So when we're doing right, we have the right accountability, we'll get blessed. And if we're not going to do things uh, right, we say, we, there's a saying, you sow what you reap. Or you reap what you sow, honey. You reap what you sow. So we need to be careful how we do things. Amen. Glory to God. We must always be truthful. A denial of problems blocks any hope of overcoming if you deny things in your life that need to be changed you your hope of over, overcoming is going to be very limited a failure to be humble will keep you captive when you're accountable to one another you have to be humble with one another um, and and overconfidence in your own abilities will lead you further into problems, okay? Uh, to be vulnerable means to risk the disappointment, or pardon me, to be vulnerable means to risk the disapproval of others. I didn't know you did that. I mean, you know, you just, when you're vulnerable, you, you tell people certain things, you know, I didn't know you had that. Time. Well, you stinker! Why'd you do that? You know that type of stuff. Oh, I'm not gonna be hang around you. You, you, you're a rotten person when you were younger. So you, have, you know, you got to be vulnerable and and you got to have, uh, be transparent. You know, none of us want to be rejected, and that's one of the fears of the enemy to trick us. That uh, if we open up, people are gonna share what we have shared with. When hopefully you've made a a good partner in your accountability. We need to have, uh, have a commitment to be transparent in order to overcome. Remember, iron sharpens iron. Uh, try to build a accountability in your life. According, accordingly, uh, accountability requires hard work, commitment, and a lot of patience. Who, what, why, and how is the challenge of accountability. And this may lead to your success. Amen. Glory to God. How much time do we got left?
glory to God, that means I can make the next one 15 minutes longer. <laughs> uh, starting next week, at the end of uh, the regular service, I'm going to give you a quiz. Uh, you don't have to it's be one. It'll be a one-question quiz, and, I, and it'll be a, uh, what do you call those, uh, three different answers, collective, uh, pardon me? Multiple choice question. There, thank you. I'll give you multiple choice. This is all going to be on, on the Bible. We're going to start to tease your mind. But I'll give you the multiple choice, all three of them. But then I'll give you, if you're not too sure, or if you're sure, I'm going to give you the scripture where it's located at. So you'll, I'm going to be starting to challenge you a little bit. I'm challenging myself to find a few things. So, glory to God. We got a receptacle back there for our tithes and offerings. So let's all stand. Glory to God. I hope your fourth is go fourth was well enjoyed. And uh, look forward to greater things happening this month. Glory to God. What chapter are we on in the book? Chapter thirteen. Is it? Thank you, Paul. Thirteen. So get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. We thank you, Lord, that uh, you've shown us a little bit more how to be accountable, Father God. Thank you, Lord, that uh, we take it, Father God, because when we, we become accountable, Father God, we become more mature, Father God, in our walk with you. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks, Lord, that uh, greater things begin to transpire in our lives as we put in motion, Father God, greater accountability to you and to others. In Jesus' name, amen.